Till shade is gone. Till water is gone. Into the shadow with teeth bared. Screaming defiance with the last breath. To spit in Sightblinder's eye on the last day. By my honor and the light. My life will be a dagger for Sightblinder's heart. Until the last day. To, to Shiloh Ghoul itself. itself. This is a Dagger for Sightblinder, a podcast focused on all things Wheel of Time, with your hosts, Sarah Lucas and Adam Tricola. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of A Dagger for Sightblinder. May you find shade this day. Sarah. Adam. How's, what, how's the shade situation? It's shady. Okay. Uh, <laughs> how's yours? That you stole mine. Oh, I feel yeah. like it's just extra dark lately. Everything's dark. <laughs> Is that maybe because it's night? <laughs> Probably. <laughs> it's yeah. not shade. It's just nighttime. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Could you really call nighttime shady? I'm not uh, sure. Probably not. Oh, man. So. Uh, all right. Uh, so we already covered Kenobi episodes one and two. Mm-hmm. And we need to talk about three and four, especially four. Four was, um, I mean, that it just it was just released a couple days ago. I guess when once you release it, it'll be a couple days more than that. But uh, we're going to get caught up. And I don't know. Uh, what are your overall thoughts so far, Sarah? Um. I'm really liking it still. I'm still on board. I want to know what they're doing. <laughs> like, I'm just curious where the story is going. And I feel like it's such a small pocket of time that we're seeing unravel. Yeah, you're right. This is like two days so far or something like that. Yeah, and it feels like it should be a longer period of time. And it's not. And I think that's maybe why, like... I don't know. I've I've heard that there's been like mixed opinions on it and you know some people really don't like it and some people are loving mm-hmm. it and I don't oh, know yeah. if that has to do with it but yeah. Oh, you're not you're not wrong about that. I mean, I I don't really know what to I I really liked episode 4 until I read a few reviews and was told that I should hate it the most. Right, I'm like that. It should be killed with fire, and I was like, I, I actually thought there was a lot of really cool stuff that happened. <laughs> it should be killed with fire. Uh yeah. I mean, so and and this is the thing is I think because one, it's only six episodes, so every episode is being weighted so heavily. Yeah, um, like almost over scrutinized. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. And we are now like two-thirds of the way through it and i think a lot of people are thinking that they've like decanonized stuff and um are just feeling frustrated which i get but i'm also a really big like believer in especially in tv series or movies where you know it's like it's gonna be a trilogy or however many movies are involved i feel Mm -hmm. like you can't judge it until you see the whole project because i mean no one else holds your prohibitions really but but you're right like 
at the end of the day, you you have to take it in in its totality. Right. I mean, I mean, otherwise it it would be the same, honestly, as you know, someone, I don't know who, but like reading Harry Potter for like an hour or two and then deciding they hated it for uh, forever. Uh, but instead of you know giving it more of a chance rude <laughs> <laughs> you didn't have to out yourself <laughs> um yeah but that's exactly it so i feel like we still have two more episodes left once the whole thing is done i think i've told you this before i really like especially with these series going back and watching the whole thing in one shot like a movie mm. um, because and I think this is especially true for Kenobi. It, to me, really feels like a movie that's been broken up into episodes. Okay. Um, I could see that. Like, it just flows that way so far. Uh, so I would not be surprised at all if I sat and watched all six episodes back to back and enjoyed it even more because I was able to watch it from start to finish instead of it being segmented. I hear that. Yeah, I, I really enjoyed watching the first two just back to back right away that mm-hmm. was that was really really fun uh, and then the other ones i mean they were great it was just like those two together was yeah it was is uh i don't know you kind of needed to sit both of those two together though because the first one it's like really really have to wait a week for anything to ever happen <laughs> exactly but uh, okay so let's let's talk about episode three then mm-hmm. um all right, so they're what they're on a they've escaped to some like weird mining planet, I guess. Yeah, they're on some. I I don't even remember the name of this planet that they've escaped to. Um, yeah, me either. So, so they've they've gone to this planet though, um, and <laughs> I, I they kept saying miner, and I just kept thinking in my head like like not adult person. Yeah, yeah, like underage. And, and I knew, like, it was just some, like, mature, immature part of me that was, that was, like, trying to, to do that. But, you know. Um, anyways, that's, that's totally beside the point. Um, where did you think this was going to go, by the way? So we watched, uh, the, like, the first two, obviously, were, were uh, segmented, like, together. But then the third one, we had, we had to wait for a week. Right. Um, like, what were your hopes going into the end of episode three like, and expectations? Ooh. Um, I mean, so I didn't, I didn't think that they would go somewhere and then, like, I I knew that they were going to, like, the next meeting point, basically. Like, they were going to meet whoever the next person in line was that was helping them escape. Um, and I didn't expect them to not meet them. You know what I mean? Like, Mm -hmm. I, I... Figured that there would be more problems, but I didn't expect that to be something. Um, mm-hmm. I I don't think I expected so much Empire presence. Probably should have, given, like, the Inquisitors marching around hunting Jedis. But, um, yeah, I don't know. I, I'm just so... I, I honestly just figured, like, he was like, okay, we're, we're carrying on. He's going to... I think what I expected after the end of episode two was he would be getting Leia back to the Organas. And then he was going to go back to confront Vader. I think that mm. was more what I was thinking would happen. Like, something along those lines. 
Um, or Vader would find him or something like you'd have this Vader and Kenobi um, showdown. So I wasn't really expecting them to be on this minor planet and meet this weird Frick guy. Freck. Frick. Whatever his name was. Freck. Frickin' Freck. Frickin' Freck. Which, by the way, as soon as, soon as like he started talking to them, I was like, no, we don't like this guy. Gosh, you're judgy. I'm so judgy. But right away, I did not like him. And mm. like Leia's just like doing her own, being her own <laughs> boss. She's like, okay, so to clarify, I don't talk or I can't talk. He's like, you don't talk. She's like, watch, hold my beer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. She's like, pretty sure I do talk. Pretty yeah. sure I call the shots. Yeah. From, from now on, you do as I say. Oh, man. Yeah. Well, and it's just like, you know, if, when he when Freck is like, yeah, get in. I'll, I'll give you a ride or whatever to the next mm-hmm. whatever thing. And she's like, okay, great. And Kenobi's like, no, no, no. We'll just take directions. And she immediately is like, no, we've been walking an- enough. Like, let's just let's just take the ride. And it's calling the shots. Yeah. Oh, man. But yeah, so did not so, like Freck. The, the movie starts with with Kenobi. Just to rewind a little bit, he's mm-hmm. I, and I thought that they. I actually thought that he could control the ship because why else would there be life support in the ship? Yeah, that's a like, good point. Like breathable atmosphere. If it's just totally automated, why why waste? Like it should be really cold and not have breathable air is my what's my thought but anyways that we can we can just leave that alone I, I figured though because they were in there they could i thought he was just gonna drop leia off and then yeah do his own thing right so i was pleasantly surprised honestly with the fact that leia was go, got to hang out with him um i, I was it was nice he fixed lola and then mm-hmm. he, he still so this is the third episode in a row that he's trying to talk to qui-gon and it's not working yeah he still can't do it yeah um yeah so and then obviously they they leave they yeah mr freck mr f mr he, f um, with the empire flag on the back of his yeah his car truck whatever he's like what's wrong with the little order is what i say right and leia's like oh we love the empire <laughs> i will say like she is um She's quick-witted in that, like, she she knew mm-hmm. to say that, so I'll give her that, but, yeah. Yeah, okay, so, along the way, mm-hmm. some storm, he picks up some stormtroopers, and they're like, thanks, Freck, our transport's late again. Yeah, so, like, obviously, they are buddy-buddy with him. Yeah, uh, and so he introduces himself, so there's this really weird thing where they're talking a little bit and he called so they, they give her name their names and mm-hmm. leia's names uh, like the her her pretend name starts with an l i forget what it is it's but luma luma yeah so and, and at one point he's like leia blah 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 mm-hmm. and the, and all the stormtroopers are like wait what, 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 what like you you said leia and and he's like oh no i, I mean he gives some excuse like that, that was her, her mother's name or something yeah, and, and then clearly they they haven't been like told to look for Leia, right? Um, and so I just wonder why they were so like they got real uptight when he called her a different name. 
Well, I think it's because it's obvious that they're lying about who they are. And if they're lying about who they are, then who are they? Well, but this, I don't think the stormtroopers held, held that level of skepticism, really. Like, because if they really felt skeptical, they're, like they're looking for a Jedi. Mm-hmm. And like, there's one right in front of you. If the, if that wasn't like, if, if, if they didn't see his robes and there's like a little girl with him and like met all the description, if they didn't, they're incompetent not to notice that, mm-hmm. then I don't know why they would care about something as minor as a minor, a small name, especially when Luma and Leia are something that if I've only heard one of those names mm-hmm. ever, I would probably just assume that I had misheard the initial introduction. Mm, see, I would be like, I thought her name was Leia. I would have had the same reaction. Maybe not as aggressively, but I would have been confused why you were calling her something else. Well, well sure. So if if I if that was something that I did catch, which I'm just bad with names, so I don't think I would. But if it was something I caught, I would I would have mild interest. But at the same time, I mean, Leia could easily be a nickname. It could easily be like if they don't have a reason to be looking for a Leia, right? Then to me, it just, it, it doesn't, them being on that truck is like just weird wanderers there is, is a thousand times more suspicious. Right. Than, than him misspeaking her name, in my opinion. Right. And being lost on the planet and trying to get. Yeah. Like her, their excuse is super sketch, to be honest. <laughs> it's so sketch. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm like, but, but the stormtroopers like, oh, well, we always do catch them. Like, no, you don't. Stupid. No, clearly don't. Um, I guess, I guess at the end of the day, they, they lived up to their trope. Uh, they, they missed. <laughs> The fact that Kenobi and Leia were were, Jedi. were right, were right there yeah. in front of them. Right, right. That it's a metaphorical miss mm-hmm. this time, but mm-hmm. yeah, miss all the same. <laughs> um, but they do get to a checkpoint, and Freck's all like, "Oh no, it's standard. Don't worry about it," because he's mm-hmm. totally shady. Like I said, told you we don't like him. Just because you don't like the weird costume he was wearing that didn't really that go not, with his voice. That is not why. I just immediately was like, we don't trust this guy. Do they do they just not have moles in Canada? or I don't know. They're probably under the snow somewhere. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, you have no. more than just snow. No, but like, I don't know. I just didn't... It was just obvious not to trust him right away, so... Why? I mean, he's he's like the, he's a farmer. He's friendly. He's helping. Like, why can't he be good-hearted? Well, I think immediately you're for me. Like, I saw him and I was like, uh, it's probably not a good idea. And then exactly like you were saying, like their excuse is sketch. And he called them. He's like, that's a weird story. Like yeah. right away. Yep. So I'm like, yeah, it is. But if you're noticing it, do we like you? Probably not. I mean, if I noticed a weird story, uh, oh, you probably wouldn't like me either if you were in that situation. Wouldn't like you, you're sus. <laughs> uh, sus f. Yeah, you're right. Um, but yeah, you know, so they're they're there, and then I'd I'd have turned you in way before he turned turned them in. So this is why I wouldn't have trusted you. Good. Well, that shows good survival. Surprisingly good survival. 
Um, but we end up having uh, Tala meet them and like save them here from this checkpoint. Oh yeah, so so yeah, the the mall guys like I picked up some strays. Thought you'd want to see them. Mm-hmm. Which I mean, I just I didn't know what I would. I was reserving judgment, honestly. Like On obviously, him? any yeah, I just he seemed friendly. Like honestly, I think he was trying to do the right thing. Like th- think of it from his shoe, from his like point of view. I don't think he's. <laughs> What? I'm just thinking, I feel like if there was like a, a man in a van with candy, you'd be like, okay. And I'd be like, ah, I don't think so. Do you even know me? This <laughs> is <laughs> such a ridiculous statement. I'm so skeptical of everything. But no, I mean, think think of him. Think of this though. Like, okay, so so you're, you live on this planet and you've had like some negative experiences with you know, like brigands or whatever. Like you're on a mining planet. People are probably trying to steal the ore or messing with you. And the empire comes and cleans everything up. And from your perspective, like everything suddenly gets a lot better. Like you still have a job, but you don't have like a bunch of thieves. Like it's all so orderly. It's nice. And I mean, the the Imperials clearly like, thanks, Thre- thanks Frick or whatever his name is. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, like they're... They're, they know him on like a, a first name basis. Like he's, you know, he's actually built some relationships with these people. And then you hear about these Jedi who are just going to cause chaos. And like, he likes the way things are going. Why, why wouldn't he? I mean, honestly, I, I know that it's, it's like this thing to, you know, like hate the police and stuff these days, uh, you know, uh, but I, and I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna just like get into that, that whole discussion, but I will say like, there's a lot of people who, you know, do have good relationships with the police because the, you know, in, in certain neighborhoods, at least the police are like really, you know, proactive and talk to people. Like, why wouldn't you just go and tell your friend, like people that you know, that you see in your community every day and, you know, keep you safe. Why wouldn't, why would you, you know, Right. Risk helping a, a chaotic, like scary Jedi. Hmm. I don't know. Still, I just didn't trust him. Didn't like him. Well, I, I'm not saying like like we're rooting for Kenobi, so I'm not rooting for for yeah. Mole Man. I just <laughs> <laughs> Mole Man. <laughs> <clears throat> I just I just think that he he's probably like a good guy in, in a way like you could get along with him in a different he's world. he is looking out for himself he is following orders he is doing what he's told because he's there on a planet that's clearly empire occupied and mm-hmm. you know whether he has a family or not or what the deal is his life is quote-unquote on the line because if you've if he were to publicly go against them, they're going to shoot him, right? Most likely. So by bringing them, Leia and Kenobi, to check out, because he's like, oh, I found a couple of strays, he's buying himself a favor. Sure. I mean, I I think he's just contributing to what he sees as a good situation. Right. He wants to keep the good stuff. And he, he doesn't see him as bad, which... I mean, I guess that's good. If if everyone had just hated the Empire from the from right from the very start, like it'd be a non-starter. Like people right. would just be like, you know what? I hate you so much that I will kill you on sight. 
like that that's not offerable like they have to they have to have a certain level of uh, you know they have to like, entice like, you to join yeah like the and they bring order i mean that that is to a lot of people that that's very enticing i think so anyways all right but we can probably uh, uh so again kenobi is you know blastering people just yeah. uh the the pro okay so so here's one that i i was like uh, all right <laughs> okay so they send out three probe droids one to each planet they suspect that kenobi's going to be on and on the entire planet mm-hmm. it just happens to be right there they, they find like within within like less than an hour like you know maybe a that, little more at that checkpoint just happens to be uh, yeah and imagine trying to search planet earth for right. someone well and also like let's say even if it wasn't at that checkpoint say it was at another one and freck shows up and he's like oh yeah i got a couple of strays thought you would want to see him you would still theoretically need to be like, hey, send the probe droid over here because it's at this, you know, checkpoint 53 and we're at 47. Right. So s- send it this way while we stall or something, right? Um, right. So, yeah, it's just magically at that one. Yeah, which may- maybe there's only a small portion of the planet that is inhabited so they, you know, can narrow it down. But but still, like, it... it, it I don't care, frankly. I just, I just, it was something I noticed. Yeah. Like, it stretched plausibility. I mean, really, like, how long do you think the Hoth probe droid in episode five mm-hmm. looked on Hoth until they found something? Like, was it immediate? Was it a couple days? I guess, I guess it was, it really was just like a day or two before it found it. So maybe. Maybe. Maybe probe droids have some superior programming that we don't know about. Maybe. I don't know. I don't All right. Know. Let's let's move on from this really minor point. So I like that Kenobi prioritized shooting the probe droid. He knew. Yeah, he knew what it was going to do. Yeah. And it wasn't fast enough. It's like split second. Yeah. It's it too slow. Locked on him anyway. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Yeah. So. I mean, this was your stereotypical, I think we knew this moment was coming. There was going to be a showdown of sorts. Not even a showdown, but you knew he was going to have to fight his way away Mm -hmm. from this scenario. Yeah. Like. Well, and he just used his blaster again, which I mean, Mm -hmm. I think, I think as we continue on, he's going to rely less and less on his blaster and it'll be him slowly returning to being a civilized human again right coming out of his shell yeah yeah Yeah, like when when he defaults to his lightsaber instead of his blaster that's like awesome cool and then we don't even see a hint of a blaster in episode four right i mean not not like kenobi episode four i mean a new hope episode four of the movie Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, so okay so all right, so he's he's kneeling down. There's another. I was like, okay, so so they like chop a stormtrooper in half with the laser gate thing, mm-hmm. and then, and then he's like, crap. How do we get around? How do we get around this laser gate? And I'm like, maybe you just walk around. I noticed that too. <laughs> he's like like trying to like shoot it and whatever to 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 turn it off. And okay. I was like, you could have just walked around that. 
Well, I'm like, okay, so at first I thought he was doing it so he could get in the truck and steal the truck because he knocks Mole Man out and, yeah. you know, and that's fine. <laughs> His name is forever Mole Man now. Mole Man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so... <laughs> So, but I thought he was going to steal the the vehicle. Like that, that makes more sense. But he's like, oh, thank goodness we we got through the laser gate that we could have just walked around. Yeah. And, but that, but the stormtroopers immediately corner him and he's like, oh crap, I just killed like five or six stormtroopers at this checkpoint. Can't kill three more. I guess I'll give up. <laughs> That's the limit. Right. Well, like he met his quota. He's like, crap, I did not realize how many of these damn things there were. I didn't realize that I was only allowed to kill like seven. <laughs> but they do eventually like, like Tala's there and she ends up shooting some of them. Did that surprise you? Um, yeah. Not like in a bad way surprised, but. No, like. Like it was, it was like oh, like minor twist. That was yeah, cool. yeah, exactly. Where you're like oh, okay, mm-hmm. and then you followed along, and then you learned that you know, they just needed to be a little patient at the original checkpoint where they were dropped off, and she would have been there. I know. Instead, they got themselves into a little bit more trouble than they needed to. Well, yeah, he's he's acting like Anakin there, really, like impatient. He's like, I know I shouldn't. Okay, we're leaving right now. Right. Yeah, yeah. You know. Whereas, honestly, like, well, it's funny because, what, in in episode three, when they're they're on the ship and, you know, Anakin, they get captured and Anakin's like, we're better than this. And then he tells, he tells Kenobi, I advise patience. <laughs> you know, in episode three. So, like, you know, I get maybe Kenobi had become kind of the hothead between the two. I, I don't really know. That's not really exactly accurate, but. I, I mean, I'm also not surprised that Kenobi's not thinking straight. He just learned Anakin's still alive. Yeah, that's a good, great point, actually. Yeah. He's going to be pretty frazzle-brained. Yeah. So. Yeah, so. So, yeah, Tala's there. And she just murders three stormtroopers. Yep. They've got oh. this like hidden network path thing to to smuggle people through the planet, off the planet. Yeah. Yep. She's got a droid called Ned B, and Leia is appalled that it can't even talk. I know. It's kind of sad. I really, I really enjoyed that moment. Yeah. Uh, can I just say, I borderline am sketched out lately by the fact that like droids in the star wars universe all have their own personality or at least a lot of them do not all of them but mm-hmm. you know like they have a, a, enough of a personality and enough a, a level of autonomy that you know it, it like i think you could make a really good argument that they're sentient beings okay okay yeah and if they are then why are they slaves why are the good guys okay with just enslaving them, basically? You're saying there's going to be a Cylon War eventually? That, that's a totally different show, Sarah. <laughs> but I am saying that the droids do have a plan. So. There's a plan? <laughs> I have a plan. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know. I just I felt so bad for him that he couldn't talk. It was just so... Well, I know. It's just sad. like, oh yeah, that's my old slave. You know, like... 
oh, old, old so-and-so. He don't, he don't need to talk. You know, he just does his work. Mm-hmm. And you, you can know. tell, though, that he obviously, at least I felt this way, and maybe I was misinterpreting it, when when they are eventually, like, the, eventually the Inquisitors do arrive, and Vader arrives, and they're all looking around, and yeah. and he, they're they're hiding because there's obviously like a hidden hidden pathway in this in this place in this droid obviously. whatever thing mm-hmm. um but he, you can tell like the way that the droid interacts and he's kind of got his like hand ready on his sledgehammer thing like mm-hmm. he's protective and i personally yeah. felt it was it had to do i felt like he bonded to leia in that in that little interaction Okay. Like it felt to me like he was like, "Oh, she doesn't view me mm-hmm. as a slave. She views me as an equal." Right. And it felt like he was and maybe that's not the case and I could be completely misreading it, but to me it felt like he was being even more of a like protector because of that. That's fair. Uh no, I mean, I think I think that's valid. Like that that interaction is actually what made me start thinking about it more uh, of just, you know, Mm-hmm. like there was the there was the time in one of the earlier ep- like i think episode one of this uh show where she's like uh my cousin like doesn't treat droids well or whatever yeah like he, you know like she clearly sees them as a little more than than just the you know r- metal robots like automatons that they are mm-hmm. and, and yeah like the, she talks to ned b and she's clearly like oh he can't even talk like Lola, say hi. Like talk. Like we're gonna hang out. Oh, you can't. Like it's sad. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, but but yeah, you're right. He, it does seem like he's he's ready to to, to protect them. Mm-hmm. And maybe and, and in part that's probably you know yeah the stormtroopers come in and they they eventually leave. But yeah, he was ready to hammer them, which would have been fun a fun scene to see. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> would have been interesting. Um hmm yeah so any other thoughts here because they're basically just getting ready to be smuggled out of this planet uh, okay so they're, they're in the you know clear it's like the underground railroad for yeah for you know uh force sensitive and so if there's a ton of different people who've like scratched their names in the wall, which was cool mm-hmm. because there there was one just like really quick uh, reference about Quinlan Boss there. Oh, I didn't see that. Yeah, like he's he's like oh Quinlan, and she's mm-hmm. like yeah, he comes every once in a while, and like he's part of it. Like he's, I think he had, at this point he's left the Jedi Order, and there's actually a book about uh, what ends up happening with him and Asajj. Mm-hmm. They they end up like working together and stuff. Um, in the canon, like there's a book about what happens to them, mm-hmm. but Quinlan Voss is in the Clone Wars show some, and he's you know like he's like this guy with wild long hair, and you know I, I think was it Kenobi and Quinlan fight like Cad Bane or something? I I don't know, but it was just a cool little like oh he's still alive at this point, he's still running around doing stuff, you know. Well, and that like goes back to what we were saying last time about. Filoni and Favreau really being able to pull things in and tie other little tidbits mm-hmm. into the into the shows. Yeah. So. Yeah. yeah. And someone had scratched a Jedi symbol mm-hmm. yeah, on the in there too. Um, 
but yeah, then, oh yeah, the, so this whole time there's also been like this jockeying between the Inquisitors. Yeah. Of, of, you know, like fifth fifth brother and third sister having it out. Yeah. Kind of. And, and like you realize that fifth brother is pretty like high up the chain, so to speak, whatever their hierarchy mm-hmm. is. Yeah, he's next in line. He he thinks he is, at least. Right. And then, you know, I think, yeah, it was episode three where she, she talks to Vader. And, yeah. Um, and she tells him that, is my point, sorry. Because he's all like, that, that chair, that seat's not yours. Like, I'm the next in line. And she's mm-hmm. like, well, I just talked to Vader because she's the one who says to send out the droids. Or the probe, sorry. Right. Well, yeah, there's clearly some some issues there and vader's like i really i don't care about you guys squabbling like just do what you're freaking told yeah he you know? he just wants results he doesn't care who's at yeah, the top I, I honestly i feel i feel a little bit like he's that like as a dad I, sometimes I, i'm like can you guys quit squabbling about who touched who or whatever like <laughs> all i want you to do is finish unloading the freaking dishwasher like, <laughs> I don't care who touched who first. Like, I don't care. Just just finish the job and get out of my hair. Yeah. And that's what Vader's feeling with the Inquisitors. That's what it feels like. Yeah. 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 Oh, man. Um, yeah, so there's all this like, squabbling, though. Yeah, Kenobi's the dishwasher. He's like, I don't care about I don't care about anything. Mm-hmm. Just just get Kenobi. Yeah. And they're they're like, but man, he's like, no, no, shut up. Just unload the freaking dishwasher. That's all I'm asking. Just go do that. Okay, continue. <laughs> um I so we have this scene though here where where Vader arrives. Mm-hmm. I loved this scene. Ooh, man, it's so sketch, but yeah, it's good. It's so sketch, and it is just so um aggressive and unnecessary mm-hmm. i know he's just ripping people out of windows and killing yeah. them because he because he knows it's gonna mess with kenobi yeah and force choking people and snapping people's necks mm-hmm. like uh, little boys necks who's tr- tr- just yeah. trying to save their dad yeah i'm just like ah. yeah so he's horrific just, just out there doing vader things this was very uh yeah I don't even know how to how to describe it. It felt so. This reminded me of that that hallway scene in Rogue One. Mm, that 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 just malice, the menace yeah. involved. Yeah. yeah, it just felt so calculated and evil. Yeah, yeah, it was. It, yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah. So he's he's doing this and. And yeah, all right. So there's this weird thing where, mm-hmm. all right. So Kenobi sends the two girls off to go go get in the transport. I'm gonna distract Vader, you mm-hmm. know, which he he needs for himself really. Like he needs to to see more about Anakin and stuff. Um, but I mean, if if we follow that for just a minute, like so, so he ha- he has his confrontation with Vader in a minute. But if we follow all the other things that that happen on the side, so so they go off. Mm-hmm. Eventually, uh, the the Tala decides to go help Kenobi, and 
somewhere in between there, uh, third sister discovers their hideout and goes into the tunnels. And it's, it's all very confusing. Like, why didn't Tala run into third sister? Right. How did third sister bypass Leia to get to the pilot? Right. Like, the, no one ran into each other. It was all just, like, this really weird, like... And, and if the tunnels really do have a ton of different branches and stuff, then why is Tala leaving Leia to traverse them on her own? Right. Leia wouldn't know the way. I'm assuming it's a straight shot, and I'm assuming what happened is... And this is me filling in these holes for myself, for my own, because it is a plot mm-hmm. hole. Like, it is a, an oversight here. Um was confusing yeah i'm assuming what happened is third sister figured out that they were going to a to a port to a pilot mm-hmm. and she didn't go in, like she just turned around and mm. went around it to the port to 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 get there before leia would have which would be why tala didn't run into her in the tunnel because she wasn't going that okay. way through the tunnel that's i could my, dig it that's my own way of making this plot hole work i think that that's that would i wish that honestly that would work for me too i i i wish they would have shown it but i also in the little bit of time that we've had with third sister it's very obvious that she's smart and she's calculated and she knows what she's doing i could buy that honestly that's that's a good call so um you know just by way of i Honestly, I have been enjoying the heck out of this show. And so I don't want to be overly critical here. Mm -hmm. It's just like, that would have been so easy to just show us just something of like, you know, just to show it would take us like two more seconds. Like it wouldn't take much. And and then they could explain that because the whole time I was like worried that Tala was going to run into third sister and they were going to have a confrontation. And like, I, I, but that was, that did. And then when Tala is just like, there you know like to to intervene mm-hmm. I, I was like what wait what what about third sis what what's going yeah you're I, like I was, how did this happen it took me out of the moment and mm-hmm. i i wish it hadn't happened that way but anyways so kenobi's like all right all right fine like i'm gonna go confront this guy right which was this whole thing was great yeah well Gosh, I, I'm so, I, all right. So, you know how I've, I've said, I don't like how they treated Han Solo as being like this washed up, like just, you know, right. washed out loser. Uh, I actually really liked that Kenobi was so out of shape, so to speak. Like he had mm-hmm. no idea what he was doing. Like, he couldn't. He was rusty. It. Yeah, like. He, he was way out of his element. I mean, it's been 10 years of him just like sitting in a cave, like trying to keep the Jawa from stealing his crap. Like. <laughs> and not cleaning it. Oh, man. Yeah. Um, yeah, but it but I, I liked that. I thought it was real. Because this yeah. whole time mm-hmm. he's been suppressing it and... You know, yeah. trying to hide out, not not use the force, like not do anything, and mm-hmm. Vader is just embracing it over the last ten years. Oh yeah, just feeding his dark side, right? So like, know? it makes sense that there would be this imbalance now, and it would 
feel even more skewed because he's been growing and, and Kenobi hasn't. Right. Well, so like if Kenobi had stayed in shape and been good, like, you know, he, he was like at, still at close to what his peak is mm-hmm. or was, um, Vader wouldn't have felt so empowered to just like torture him. Right. You know, like Vader would have just been like, all right, I got to kill this guy. Yeah, that's you know? true. Whereas this way he knew he could, you know, play with his food, so to speak. Yeah. I mean, that that's basically what he did. I, it, it was it was kind of disheartening to see like you know and i watched it with my with my boys and and my oldest was like why isn't he like he's doing such a bad job like <laughs> i'm like i know he's kind of a hero to you he you know he right and it's fun fun because my oldest is going through the lego the, the, the most recent lego star wars game which takes you through all nine movies mm-hmm. and so you know like He's he's right now very he's, he's actually in the mornings now. We've, we've we've had to forbid him from playing video games in the morning because he, <laughs> he just like plays them too long. Like he sets his timer and then it just he keeps playing. Mm-hmm. And so so like you can't do that. And so instead now he just uh, he gets up real early and watches Star Wars movies instead on his own, <laughs> <laughs> which is really great. <laughs> you love it. Yeah, oh, yeah, it's man. wonderful. Well, yeah, and then he comes up and asks me like real specific questions about the movies. I'm like, this is awesome. Because <laughs> <laughs> he can't play the game. Oh man. Yeah, but he's he's so current in it, and he, you know, it was almost just like sad to see him. Like, oh, why is why does he suck? Why does my like this hero of mine kind mm-hmm. of just suck? Mm-hmm. It's kind of disheartening to see, but. I don't know. Oh man, but it but it fits is the, is the point. It it does it yeah. does it's it's fine. Um, yeah. So they have this like, man, they're swinging their lightsabers at each other, and mm-hmm. it's just all over the place. Um, but well, he does end up. What, he, he like what does he do? He knocks something over and then lights it on fire. I know. I, I want to read one review. It said that they called it space rocks. Space I'm like, rocks. I'm like, I don't think that's the technical term for what he did. Uh, but I did get the sense. So it's it's on a mining planet. I I got the sense that it was some kind of combustible metal or you know like something that could be used for as a weapon or mm-hmm. something. Because that why else would you know the Empire is there for materials to build ships and stuff or probably weapons grade right things so right yeah, some some kind of thing that obviously can set be set on fire pretty easily yeah so he's it was really i don't i don't want to say horrific heartbreaking i don't know to watch him like drag kenobi through it but mm-hmm. and it was also really reminiscent of vader like having right. his own moment in when he was Anakin, right? When he was mm-hmm. in the, you know, getting totally dismembered. And I was just like, oh, this is so it's it just felt so full, like a full circle moment. Right. Well and and clearly he hasn't forgiven no uh, Kenobi at all. Like he's he just hates him. He, you should have killed me when you had the chance. You know, I am mm-hmm. what you made me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's all very, it's all directed at Kenobi. 
Yeah. Uh, so uh, I always hesitate. I hesitate to bring this up, actually. But okay. So so the voiceover is James Earl Jones. Yeah. Again, and he's he's old now. He's uh, mm-hmm. you know, and his voice is not as strong and robust as prime Darth. You know, a New Hope Darth Vader. Right. And it's very noticeable to me the difference. And, you know, same as when when he was in Rogue One. And mm-hmm. I love the idea of involving James Earl Jones. Mm-hmm. I really do. I, and I've always loved his voice. You know, it's it's so deep and resonant and really cool. And and yet it. How do you feel about like it? It's like clearly just an older voice now. I don't know. What what are your thoughts on that? Like it, it sometimes it takes me out of the moment just a little bit. Oh, really? Yeah, because it, it's like sure it's Vader's voice, but at the same time, it's you know, it's not. It's a, it's an older version of it. I don't. I, I like. I just hear the tone of his voice, and I immediately think Vader. Whether it's a new hope or rogue one or or this whichever like i just hear that that tone and you know that it's it's vader um so oh. i haven't really it hasn't bo- bothered me that it's an older version of it well ultimately it's it's i, I has it because i'm a i'm a big fan of mm-hmm. of you know james earl jones i love that they're including him on it there's so many good things about it really and, and yeah, it yeah, it just it distracts me a little bit. That's all. That's mm-hmm. mm-hmm. fair. So anyway, I just that's a. I've been wanting to mention it. This this is the right episode. So, all right, he's he's torturing Kenobi, playing with his food, and mm-hmm. that was actually a mistake. Right. Because his food, the food had friends. The food. <laughs> Fish are friends, not food. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, because swimming, because <laughs> because Tala obviously got out of there to go help, and with with yeah. what's the droid's name? Neb Five. Ned B. Ned B. Close mm-hmm. enough. Yeah. Um, <laughs> gosh, I'm trying. To, damn it all. I'm I'm trying to think of it, that that big hero five. Oh, uh, what's that? Baymax. Baymax. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's not dissimilar to Baymax, to be honest. Yeah. And it reminds me of him. Um, yeah, so they're able to go and and help. And, you know, the stormtroopers can't get through. They can't see anything. They can't. It's, it's like the laser gate. They can't. Like, <laughs> it is. I know. <laughs> it's like you can't just go around it a little bit. Like, it, it's not not hard to do that like uh, sure so vader is physically limited he's got his suit clearly like doesn't want to mess with the fire i get that stormtroopers like why why do you have armor if not to brave these hazards you know elements yeah Yeah. like just just the fire didn't go for miles it it went for like i don't know like 50 yards at at most (laughs) Yeah, you know, like just go walk, walk, bring, bring yourself, your happy little self, mm-hmm. like just fifty yards, to, you know, to the right, and walk around, and and then you'll see them. No, they got a miss. 
Right. And like Vader, you, you can't just like use the force. You were you were you were holding Kenobi with mm-hmm. the force from far away. Mm-hmm. You can't just grab him with the force and just hold him there so no one can bring him, like tow him away. No. Right. Like no, can't do it. Empire reasons. Got it. Yep. Um okay, so obviously they they managed to escape. And then, like you said earlier third sister gets to the end of the tunnel before before leia yeah so and which i liked your explanation you like that one okay good because that that was just kind of like i was like yeah she probably just figured out what they were doing and left well it's better than if it's like this warren of tunnels where like then it would make sense that the third sister and tala wouldn't meet Mm -hmm. but how would third sister be able to get you know ahead of leia and you know yeah so whatever, you know, and Tala shouldn't have left Leia there if it's, it is a warren of tunnels. So I like your explanation. So, but, but yeah, Leia is now in the hands of the Inquisitors again. Correct. And yeah. apparently Reva's allowed to keep her. Yeah, they just, she just snatches her up. Well, like fifth brother wasn't just like, no, I'm going to interrogate. It, it's mine now. Like... I wonder if that is like a, well, I don't know. I don't, they didn't show it. So I'm curious if that was like a Vader letting her do that or what. Or I think, I honestly think Reva's just calling the shots. I think she's just. She's just out of control, just doing what she wants. I think she's just going for it. She knows, I think she's power hungry. She's fixated on it. She knows that she's so clo- close and, like, it just keeps slipping through her fingers that I think she's missing. It's going to cause her... I think, in prediction, it will cause her to have, like, a massive misstep in the next... Either episode five, or maybe episode six. I don't know. But I don't think she's going to... I don't think she's going to live. Mm. You're probably right. So. Goodbye. Goodbye. Um, but that that's it. That's the end of episode three. Yeah, I, I think I think she's going. Yeah, so my prediction of of Reva, real mm-hmm. quick, is I think she's going to finally have her confrontation with Kenobi, mm-hmm. and then uh, either she's going to like turn to the light side, like why did you abandon us? Like I was a little kid and you abandoned us. Why? And he's like, I'm sorry, and. She has a change of heart and then she goes like sacrifices herself on Vader's lightsaber, you know, while he gets away or, or Kenobi tragically kills her. And then like, while she's dying, she, you know, then they have their moment. He's like, Oh crap, man. You know? So you think that she's going to have that kind of moment though? Uh, uh, Yeah. She's going to have a a period she will, at the very least, I will be so surprised if she doesn't have a, a moment of extreme vulnerability. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like when she finally gets face to face with Kenobi, maybe not initially, maybe they fight for a while or something. Uh, I have to say, I'm a little disappointed that like, okay, so we fought Vader, clearly not in shape uh, to be able to fight Vader yet. We, we knew right. this. Yeah, I mean, he, he never will be in, in enough shape to do that. Though, uh, though, to spoil something in Rebels, earmuffs to people who haven't watched Rebels, like, he does eventually get into, you know, like, enough of, of, a, of a good mindset with his lightsaber that he can kill Maul. Right. 
Right. You know, but anyways, the, uh, yeah, I, I think he's, I wanted Kenobi to be killing Inquisitors this whole time. And he has not been. Like, why have the weird, like, yellow uh, Inquisitor, if not to just, like, have him casually butcher her at some point? <laughs> casually butcher. Um, I know, that, that was pretty gross. But Yeah. Mm-hmm. Maybe. maybe. I, I think he is going to end up killing some of them. I hope so. I, I really hope... Well, so we'll talk about episode four in a minute because I think he starts taking steps toward it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Do you want do you want to just go into episode four because that's that's pretty much everything in episode three. Yeah. So, so we're back <clears throat> where we started. Mm-hmm. Except now she's uh, Leia's not in some random like uh, drug town or whatever. You know, like yeah. cr- crime love crime world. Like, <laughs> all, all right. So. Can I, I'll just say right now mm-hmm. that episode four of Kenobi is has a, a billion parallels to episode four of New Hope. Yeah. It's like it's like the same thing almost. It's not quite, but it, it reminds me a little bit of how episode seven mm-hmm. uh, The Force Awakens is like episode four of New Hope. Mm-hmm. Okay. You know, where where it's like everyone they start on a desert planet and you know, like the the you know orphaned force user goes to find a mystic you know to learn the force and you know gets confronted by stormtroopers and all, all this i mean you you can just go and go and go and go and go mm-hmm. seven uh, episode seven with with ray yeah is is like a, a so similar to episode four but in this case they do different things but there's a lot of really fun little parallels mm-hmm um i really enjoyed how this episode started with with rio trying to basically interrogate leia um and find out where where kenobi had gone and what what this path basically that she had been hearing about um but i just really enjoyed that leia wasn't gonna budge yeah oh oh, yeah so so this is this is the this is the first parallel here. Mm-hmm. Um, so Leia in episode four is captured by the Empire. Yeah. And is is uh, threatened and, you know, they, they try everything to get her to reveal the location of the hidden rebel base. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And she won't do it. Yeah. And she's just like, you know what? I, I actually really loved how tricky she was. She's like, okay, I just don't want anyone to get in trouble. And Reva gives this super disingenuous, you know, I promise. Yeah. And she's like, okay, I just have to tell my dad first. Because we're all on the same side, like you just said, right? Yeah. <laughs> and there's this, like, real, like, like, as a parent, like, when your kid has, has like, this clever moment mm-hmm. of just, like, thwarting your own words, like, using your own words against you, you're like, ah, like, you just... <laughs> And, and Reva did that. I was like, yes, oh. like she did the weird little like paw grab, mm-hmm. like almost, you know, like, yes, okay, that was clever, but. Argh. But no, nice yeah. try. Right. Yeah, it's yeah. not, it's not going to happen for you. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then like this, this episode was a lot though, because so you, you have this happening and while this is happening, Tala and mm-hmm. 
So Tyler's trying to, they're trying to heal Kenobi. He's in the back of the tank and, you know, freaking out. Um, yeah. But then they're also trying to, once they calm him down and get all of this, you know, tell him where Leia is and everything. They're trying to sneak in now. There's this really dumb moment, honestly, where there's like the guy, he's like one of the rebel guys or whatever. He's mm-hmm. like, no, I won't help you. It's not my problem. No, I won't help you. No, mm-hmm. no, I won't. No, I won't. No, I won't. Okay. Yeah. I'm your man. Yeah, we'll do it. <laughs> like, I I did laugh though when so he's like doing this and they're like no, no like we need your help we need your help like mm-hmm. blah 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 and he's like yeah you and every kid who can float a rock from here to wherever and right, I was just like yeah. huh oh man he just is so it's just so off the cuff like it's great no it I liked I liked his demeanor I just I wanted it it had no payoff really it was just like. No, I won't do it for approximately 90% of the time. Mm-hmm. And then for no apparent reason. He switches. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so now they're trying to sneak into wherever the Inquisitors are with Leia. And, yeah. and go get her. Yeah. Okay. So, so yeah, they, um, they have to sneak into... Uh, of an impenetrable mm-hmm. imperial fortress right to rescue princess leia right which i mean the the <laughs> i guess that's the second is that is that your second uh uh what's the word i'm looking like for? parallel yeah i i guess i mean yeah I, yes that's that's a parallel for sure mm-hmm. i mean it's not not in particular order but yeah like she's she's being held by imperials <clears throat> to fight <clears throat> against excuse me the the, the hidden rebel base you know to divulge the the information and she's not letting them do it she's being saucy and sassy and everything you know mm-hmm. like in episode four governor tarkin I'm surprised I didn't, uh, you know, recognize your foul stench when I was brought on board, mm-hmm. you know? She's being her usual saucy self. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, yeah. And, and Kenobi has to go in there to rescue her. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it, they achieve it a little differently. Tala goes in and they're like, we need... <laughs> so another another small parallel. I need to see some identification, you know? But then you, you think she's going to use the force and say, like, you don't need to see my identification. Mm-hmm. But that's actually, but she didn't have old Ben with her to do that. So I did actually think she was going to use the force, though, but then, or something like. Right. But then she's just like, gets through with, with uh, belligerence, which I thought was great. Yeah. So she, she's really handy in this. Uh, I mean, obviously handy, but she's really good at this role and she's obviously very important to making this plan happen right no i mean she's uh i okay so we know i mean this job this show does a really good job of making me worried about the outcome Mm -hmm. even though i know that old ben is going to be in this you know in episode four, Leia's going to be safe and fine in, you know, she's going to be in Rebels eventually in a couple of years. She's going to, right. she's going to be, you know, she, there's all this, all this, all this material about her. 
we know we know the trajectory of her, of her life but at the same time i'm like oh don't torture her don't mess with her like don't you know i feel very protective of her yeah um but but i also i i also i'm like i don't know what happens to tala like don't kill yeah. tala I like her that's the thing right like you know exactly that you know old ben is gonna survive you know leia will be okay but like mm-hmm. what about tala and we like her yeah like, she's no want, mole man i want her to hook up with kenobi <laughs> just saying <laughs> oh man um so i will say so while this is happening they're sneaking in so they're trying to, to find leia Mm-hmm. And then they just like so while this is happening, Riva's like, okay, like Leia is being a little saucy, smart, clever thing. Let's just try and and get this out of you some more, and takes her to some other room to like bind her or whatever they're doing, and essentially torture her. I was like, this got dark real quick. Oh, I know, I know, I. I just got the sense that Riva had had it all happen to her. Right. And so she's like following the steps of inevitability. Like she just feels like this is the trajectory. Like she, she's. Mm, okay. You know, she's like, this happened to me. It's going to have to happen to you too, Leia. Like she, cause you can tell she, on some level she likes and admires Leia actually. Right. Okay. That's a good, I like looking at it that way. It makes her feel less terrifying <laughs> right well you have to wonder okay so they, they say that these inquisitors used to all be jedi or maybe mm-hmm. not all but like they for the most a lot of them are jedi you have to wonder like how, how many how many people would just willingly turn to the dark side especially if they were actual jedi who have momentum in doing the right thing like the majority of jedi would just tell him to kick rocks right right and I guess maybe they just took the few who decided not to, but you have to think how much of their, of, of their like conversion to the dark side was coerced, right. was like forced. Like if, if you, if you treat, I mean, there, there's all sorts of awful, so, you know, like uh, experiments that have been done, psychological experiments that have been done uh, by, by pretty sketchy people in the past, but it's like if you treat someone bad enough for long enough and they don't have any light in their lives, kind of, like, mm-hmm. they'll eventually turn bad. Right, right. Yeah, exactly. You know. So uh, how much of it was right. was them just breaking? Right. I mean, maybe Vader has 13 Merdral <laughs> to, <laughs> to force, to force uh, you know... <laughs> Oh man! I'm sorry. I'm uh, I'm blending. I'm blending your the books with the the, the wheel of time uh, books. Sorry. I mean, maybe he does, but yeah, and he has a bunch of black sisters to help. No, um. So, anyways, like it, you have to think, maybe maybe she was that little that Padawan who mm-hmm. escaped in Order sixty six. Yeah, and. Maybe you know, like maybe they did. Maybe they captured her, or like they just grabbed her. I, I bet there'll be another flashback, actually. Yeah. To what happens to those Padawans? I would hope so, because what, like, wasn't necessary to start with that with that scene. You didn't have to. 
Right. I, I think I think the big reveal in this ep- in this season is going to be what what the deal with Riva is. Yeah. She's um, very clearly an important character. Yeah. Uh, I did find it interesting though when Kenobi was like, I don't know, whatever part of it of this fortress he was in, and he's like, "This is a mm-hmm. tomb," or like, "Oh, it's a crypt." Yeah, yeah. it's uh, I was like that is creepy. So I, I actually looked, I, I was reading a couple reviews because I, I thought, I was like, I feel like I should recognize some of these Jedi. And I, I yeah, didn't. I thought that too. And, and I was like, oh, I don't I recognize these people. I think that there was one Jedi master that was named. Oh, was it the, was it the first one that they showed? Was it that old Jedi that like trained Ahsoka for a while in the Clone Wars? Like he was like old and slow, but was still, you know, like taught her that Maybe. being persistent I, I don't know. Anyways, like, so there was, there was one that was like, okay, may, maybe that's who it's supposed to be. But for the most part, as as far as I can tell, I mean, I only re- watched a couple or read a couple reviews, so may, maybe I was just looking in the wrong place. But I didn't recognize any of them. Okay. And and I'm, if if I don't recognize them, I guess, uh, and I'm not the very pinnacle of Star Wars lore knowledge. I I would say I've consumed more Star Wars things than. 99% of even Star Wars fans. Right. Like, uh, so I think everyone gets a pass. If, if I didn't recognize them, everyone else gets a pass. Yeah. But it was eerie. Oh, it was very creepy. I just felt like, yeah, you have to think, put, put yourself in Kenobi's shoes of like, he probably knew a bunch of them. Yeah. Oh, oh, oh man. man. It was, well, it was such a, uh, I'll tell you what, like all of them were like, okay, but, I guess it's they're kind of like trophies in a way. But the one that made me so sad was one of the younglings. He still had his little helmet on. Yeah. It's just like, why? That was that was extreme. Yeah. Yeah. So before he gets to that area, though, I do want to point out mm-hmm. that. So so Kenobi is in a spot like he's creeping through the corridors. He has to hide from stormtroopers. Mm-hmm. Stormtroopers, you know, th- wonder where he is. And, and like he can't get out, and so he uses the force to like make a noise down the corridor, and they go down the corridor. Mm-hmm. They're distracted by it, which is a direct parallel to what he was doing in episode four of New Hope, mm-hmm. when he's disabling the tractor beam, and he needs to escape from two stormtroopers who are you know like patrolling there. He uses a sound to distract them so he can get away. Right. And, and uh, meanwhile, like he's talking to Tala, that Tala's, you know, like killing random Imperial uh, officers in the background and stuff. She leaves her comm link on the counter. Yeah. Just like in A New Hope when uh, Luke is calling to, he's like trying to call 3PO. He's like, where could he be? Like my, my support staff, like my support person mm-hmm. who I need, I need to help. I need guidance here has abandoned their comm link on a counter yeah and it's the same exact looking com link so anyways more more episode four parallels that we're not done with them yet (laughs) there's more to come awesome there are um (laughs) you don't sound like you think it's awesome (laughs) no no i do i just uh, uh you you are the one that would be able to pick these out a lot better than me so well i mean gosh yeah i've I don't have a good memory, but 
you have to you have to think <laughs> if you watched a movie a million times you, you're gonna remember most of it it's burned anyway, in there that's that's probably why <laughs> i have a bad memory is because i just literally have i've downloaded all star wars material yeah. into my brain for anything else <laughs> everything else is gone uh yeah <laughs> um okay so <clears throat> When he is in this, like, tomb-looking thing. I think it's when he's in this, like, crypt area. Right. He hears, like, a scream. I know. Uh, is, it yeah, in so... this, is it in this area or is it? Yeah. 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 So it's like it's like he's going into the interrogation chamber, which, can I just point out, like, that this fortress of Inquisitors, like, who decided to build it where it was? Right. Like... So you have this massive pyramid thing that's like mostly submerged in the ocean and you decide to just like, I mean, so you're underwater and that the interrogation chamber is massive. It is so, and it's like, mostly if, if something's underwater, you'd think that you'd have a lot of really efficient use for all the space because it's an, it's own, you would only build it if it's necessary. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it's like, yeah, we've, we've got room. Like, we only set up one table to torture people, but we, we could fit, like, good good dozen people in here to torture them if we wanted to. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's it's weird. Yeah. So. I mean, I it guess is. that's part of, the, part of the whole, like, lore of it is it needs to look more menacing and grand, maybe? I don't know. Well, I will say that it adds an element of hopelessness if you're just like, uh, I mean, it would it would feel the same if you were on a ship, like, like the Death Star or something, right. where you're like, uh, if, even if I escape, where do I even go? Right. Like, so maybe it's it's also one of those things where you're just less likely to try to escape? I mean, I think it would lend a level of helplessness of like just in inevitability of your situation of like, well... Mm-hmm. Well, and not to mention, like, who's going to find you in a place like that? Right. It's so remote. Like, you just see, like, stingrays and stuff out in the middle of the water. Water. Yeah. I I did like the aesthetic. I feel like it was real impractical for reasons we'll talk about in a little bit. But, Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, it's, uh, it was, it's a cool location for sure. Mm -hmm. Just, it just seems kind of like why what why are you why is this here mm-hmm. um okay so mm-hmm. what did you think of kenobi running into this like interrogation chamber after he hears leia or his entrance to it i guess yeah so there, there's like this weird little i didn't buy this that much honestly it was just kind of weird so mm-hmm. there's a sequence where tala uh, he's like i need a distraction and so she she's awesome she's like all right i'm just gonna put myself in enormous personal risk here yeah and she shows herself like she's pretty good at bullshitting oh i don't know if we're supposed to say that um <laughs> <laughs> well too late but, yeah um so she she's good she's good at it though like you know she she is able to lure reva Mm-hmm. away and reva bought it so that that also makes me think like reva didn't really want to actually torture leia she just was following the steps that she thought needed to happen right um she lets herself be drawn away by tala and tala's you know 
is, is like caught, but then there's the alarm mm -hmm. and then, uh, you know, like, cause they, they've seen Kenobi right. and whatnot. Uh, and then, okay. So Reva's like, you know, take her and she runs off. And then Tala kills the two stormtroopers there, mm -hmm. but there's no Imperial officer there that was like seconds ago was, was there. He's just gone. She's just gone. Yeah, there was a, a female Imperial officer who mm -hmm. should should have been relevant to that whole, her whole escape. I, and it is funny, like she just like kind of pushes them a little and it's like, her escape from the stormtroopers is... is uh, it's a continuity error, maybe? Uh, it's fine. On a, I was fine with it. It's just a funny thing. Like, mm -hmm. where, where'd, the, where'd the other officer go? She just, the scene didn't require it. So I guess like she had too much screen time and they just had to cut her oh. from it but whatever okay so back to what you were asking mm -hmm. though. so Reva, so kenobi is there in the interrogation chamber what, what did you think i thought it was cool yeah i was real i mean this goes back to what you were saying earlier like he's been leaning on his blaster and now he's mm -hmm. reaching for that lightsaber more yeah um it, it actually startled me the first when he mm -hmm. opened his he turned it on i was like whoa uh, like not not just like that it had a lightsaber like it actually just the physical sound kind of yeah you i wasn't expecting it i was expecting him to still be more like sneaking and then mm -hmm. he's just like nah i'm here yeah i, I was watching my boys today actually mm -hmm. i knew that was coming up and they both went like they both just like kind of hopped <laughs> a little bit <laughs> they weren't expecting it they, they both flinched yeah yeah it was, Fun, but... <laughs> um yeah no i really liked this scene it was it's it was refreshing because it felt like he was going more back into the kenobi that we've seen in the prequels and also in like episode four and stuff yeah like he's shaking off this rust and falling back into it mm -hmm. he's getting his groove back yeah. Oh well, there's a scene like really soon after this, actually. So that that is so so perfect, actually. So so there's this. So uh, uh, it was it was really nice though. He goes and rescues Leia, and she's just like big eyed, like yeah. you are you're alive. You rescued me. Yes. Mm -hmm. Like like he was her hero in that moment. Yeah, you know? he was. You know, like she she has her dad, and she and he's awesome. I'm sure she's still, but. But in that moment, she's just like, you know, she's just so excited. Her <laughs> hero's here, he, you know. Mm -hmm. I agree. Yeah, it was a really touching moment. Uh, so, yeah, they're they're traversing this hallway and, you know, stormtroopers are coming. And it's like he's deflecting some of the bolts and he, like, remembers. He can start to deflect. He can actually direct his deflective bolts at the stormtroopers. Mm -hmm. And there's this moment where... He deflects like them at this at like the stormtroopers both die from his deflection, and then he like spins his lightsaber like like you know it's just and it's like he's back. Yep, he's back. He's back. <laughs> oh, it's, it's so cool. It's good though. Like this is this is where you wanted to see him go. Like this is why you had to see him at the start of this series so mm -hmm. dejected and broken. Yeah, like, you know, I wouldn't know if someone had been like, oh, yeah, he's going to be this pathetic all six episodes. You don't want to watch and, you know, that. And, yeah, I'd be like, I, I don't have 
I don't have time for this. Like, yeah, just watch some awesome hero guy just uh, be depressed for six episodes. No thanks. No, no, exactly. You're you're gonna want to watch. If you know that he's going to start like that, then you're like, okay, well, we know he's going to get back mm-hmm. to what he was. What's going on? You want to see yep. that. That's way more yeah. interesting, too. It is. So, he's back. He's back. And then, so that they're continuing to escape, keep fighting stormtroopers, and the big squad of stormtroopers comes up. Someone shoots a blaster and he deflects it just randomly into the wall, which happens to be like the, yeah. you know, like the window and it's like so you you're telling me you have an entire facility full of of stormtroopers incompetent <laughs> stormtroopers with blasters who miss right like okay so if if they all have blasters you you think that there's a reasonable like there's a reason that they all have blasters there's a reasonable expectation of using them mm-hmm. and your walls can just be like your entire facility they, they later they're like he almost destroyed the whole thing, you know, the whole fortress. And it's like, it's one blaster shot was what that was. Why even have glass walls? I know. Like, like what, what's the point? It looks cool. Like I love the aesthetic, but right. the, like that's not practical by any stretch. No, no. <laughs> oh man. But, and it just created, I mean, it was, it was a cool scene though, because it created this, this, little bit of extra chaos yeah yeah it was cool mm-hmm. so and we got to see more more kenobi getting back into his usual ways yeah, he's, he's using the force to hold back an entire ocean mm-hmm. of pressure and then bol- bolt it right like he's yeah. like okay we gotta they gotta run out of there once he lets mm-hmm. go of it yeah yeah it was cool mm-hmm and then, like, they never explain, like, how... Okay, so so clearly they're underwater, yeah. and they have to escape what it, uh, from, like, the flight decks, which are above water. Right. And if there are people who are trying to escape, you would think that, like, they never show stairs or mm-hmm. elevators. They just, like, the next scene, they're magically transported to the top layer. Right. To the top level. They just got up there. And, yeah. like... What... <laughs> Would I don't know? Wouldn't more people be aware of the fact that there was a blaster blown into the glass wall? Right, right. Well, like everyone on top is just like do do do, just hanging out, mm-hmm. doing our, doing our, doing like the imperial shuffle. Because like, what, what? How is there so much bustle up top? What, what are they even doing? There's no offices there, like, <laughs> and and no one's even going down the the little like the restricted elevator thing. Mm-hmm. Like, what are the what are all those people doing there? They're just, just chilling, dog. <laughs> I um, oh man, I, I I did like though that they got up to the flight decks and like they just meet up with Tala mm-hmm. and keep going. And um, once Riva gets there, she just calls Tala out and is like, "Oh, like this is what you're gonna you're gonna betray us for," kind of thing. And there was just. It was such a good moment, I thought, between her and Tala. Because she's like, is this worth it? Like, you're giving up who you are or betraying who you are or whatever. Mm-hmm. She's like, this is not who I was ever. Like, this wasn't even a, a glimpse yeah. of it. And it was just so well done. Because you can tell 
it really highlighted for me that there obviously are people who are like Freck and are like, yeah, I'll, I'll do this for the Empire. And like, this is who I am for the Empire. And mm-hmm. it, it was awesome to see that that's not the case for everybody, which we know that that's the case, but it's really great to see it in that contrast between her and Reva. Yeah, I agree. I think that's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. It's pretty neat. It's pretty neat. Yeah, it doesn't suck. No, um, I, I like, I mean, I wonder if that's going to be part of like the, um, like Reva redemption mm-hmm. story, if that actually happens. Right. I don't know. I feel like they kind of have to go that way now that you mentioned it. Yeah, like I think Tala and Reva are probably going to just die, unfortunately. Mm. And probably the the weird yellow inquisitor mm. girl mm. so i i will say that it was disappointing to me i really was hope i was really hoping this i wanted I, what i wanted was like a i wanted it to be a video game i wanted kenobi to like start really low and it's like okay like he's he like doesn't remember how much it hurts his hand to punch someone Right, you know, like that. That's what happens in episode in the second one, um, and then, you know, but but he, you know, he he gets he gets through it, and then in the third one, he fights Vader and is found completely lacking, mm-hmm. and then in the fourth one, he is he, he has gained some skills, but why can't he have like a minor boss? Like why can't he kill that yellow right. Inquisitor? You, you know, you wanted something more for him. Well, because you have to think it's building to episode six, him actually having a meaningful fight with Vader. Right. Yeah, you have to think that it's going that way. Right. It it would be a little disappointing if not, I guess. But mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I agree. But at the same time, it's like, okay, so he has to fight him. He has to fight Reva. He has to fight, like, Reva spends a lot of time running toward Kenobi and never getting to him. Mm-hmm. Like in episode, in the second episode, she's like, doing her her little like matrix running on the on the roofs and she you know in episode three she's you know like chasing him down the tunnel she thinks um and then in episode four now she runs across the entire hangar bay but she can't get to him in time Mm -hmm. yeah yeah because then you've got these i guess rebel rebel pilots yeah yeah well they were they're the guys who were like oh well we're not we're not soldiers yeah yeah that come in and yeah they're flying the t-47s the mm-hmm. the snow speeders right B- before they're snow speeders yeah yeah before they've been modified yeah they lay waste to the imperial side mm-hmm. it's cool mm-hmm. um who's like it was just so funny so all this happens they lay waste to them but they get uh, they get Kenobi and Leia and, and, and Tala. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, uh, oh, man, I'm blanking. Third sister, Reva uses, she obviously uses force and throws whatever it was at one of those snow speeders. Mm-hmm. Um, and it ends up killing this one pilot, Wade. And you're just, you just hear this other one. She's like, no, Wade, Wade. And I'm like, who's Wade? <laughs> like, right. Well, do we really care s- that much about Wade? No. 
No, I, I forgot his name. I was going to say Frank. <laughs> but yeah, but something's happened on my computer. Okay. Uh, so, so yeah, like Frank, whatever. He actually, you, he does speak up at their little briefing. They're yeah. Like, they're like, shut up, Wade, or something like that. Like there was like this little, but yeah, I mean, it does, it's not meaningful to us, but you have to think it's, it's significant to this little group of, you know, like, they're gonna they're if they're not rebels exactly like they're certainly you know anti-empire they're, they're jedi sympathizers right right yeah so it's uh i don't know i it just made me laugh but um okay so <laughs> someone sacrifices their life to save princess leia and a jedi uh-huh. <laughs> yeah and i laugh it's funny yeah. a- accurate um which the- sister are you? <laughs> Can't tell you. Uh, there is the scene though when they're on they're on the ship after they're escaping, where mm-hmm. I man, it is just so heartwarming, and it goes back to what you were saying with you know Kenobi comes in and he's rescuing Leia and she's all like wide eyed looking at him and like he's mm-hmm. her her hero, and she's just trying to to comfort him a little bit and just you know. Mm-hmm. Puts her hand on his and yeah, it was pretty, pretty adorable considering she's so sassy all it the was. time. So it was. Um, I I will say that. So I, I loved it and I don't want it to go away. I do think that it it, it a little steals away from the canon in episode four of where she mm-hmm. she sends a message to Kenobi, you know, like help me, Obi Wan Kenobi, you're my only hope. Mm-hmm. But the initial part of it was. Um, you served with my father in the Clone Wars. It's not, you saved me from the Fortress of the Inquisitors right. when I was 10, right. you know? Like, I don't want it to go away, though. It was, it's very touching. It it's is. really cute. It is. So, um, anyway, obviously they're escaping, and during this whole thing, though, very important mm-hmm. little fact is Vader is quite mad, because it's like a... Mm-hmm. An old man and a little girl have escaped. Um, yeah. And I I legitimately was like, oh, he's going to kill third sister here. Like, he's mad. She, She's going to die. And he, she's like, no, no, no. Ah, there's a tracker with them. Yep. Which, again, this goes back to her being clever. Like, yeah. she knows what she's dealing with. Mm-hmm. So. Well, she, she suspects. Like, you have to think. She suspected that Obi-Wan would be skilled enough to get into the Inquisition palace mm-hmm. or fortress or whatever and out with Leia in order to do this. Right. And because as- Leia had to have Lola, like before she was tortured, she had to have Lola with her again. Right, exactly. So she knew like this was this was basically a backup measure for her to have some kind of safety. Yeah. So uh, th- this is the final parallel mm-hmm. of in episode four, uh, like they fight the TIE fighters off, they escape from the Death Star, mm-hmm. and Leia says, it's too easy. Like they let us, they're tracking us, they let us escape. Mm. You know, and Han's like, not this ship, sister. She's like, well, I just hope we could actually blow the Death Star up. You know, I hope we have the information to blow it up because otherwise we're screwed. Mm-hmm. But, but they're, they're going, I mean, the Imperials let the rebels go. Mm-hmm. 
including Princess Leia, in order to find their hidden rebel base <laughs> and Leia so that they could have the full the whole prize. The whole thing. Yeah. And they're tracking them. Yeah. It's, uh, this is episode four. Yeah. So, oh, man, there's only two left. I know that was the first thing I thought of when this was over. I'm like, there's only two left. Oh, one thing I noticed though, mm -hmm. this is the first episode that he doesn't try to talk to Qui-Gon. Mm. Good point. Good yeah. point. So it's, it's like, maybe he'll be able to talk to Qui-Gon when that's not like his number one, like yeah. hope in life kind of. Yeah. It's not at the forefront and his top priority or whatever. Yeah. Oh, man. Okay, so what do you think? Do you think we see the flashback? Because I know you said you think we'll see another flashback. Do you think we see that in episode five? I don't I, I just, I don't know what they're going to do. I don't know what they're going to do either. There's only two more. Yeah, like, at, there's got to be some big emotional scenes or this this show doesn't, you know, like... There has to be, I don't know, I don't, we don't have to see Kenobi fighting Vader. Mm -hmm. But, uh, I mean, I, I think it's possible that Reva has her big moment with Kenobi instead. Mm -hmm. I, th I think we, they built it up too much. I think people would be too pissed if there wasn't actually another fight with, between Kenobi and Vader. But at the same time, how do you, in the same episode, have a big confrontation with Reva and have that be emotionally impactful and then also have the you know, have it with Vader as well. Right. Yeah. You, I feel like you need to split them up a bit. Yeah. So may, maybe episode five is where Reba has her flare out moment. You know, she's, mm -hmm. she's, you know, has her thing and then she's gone. Man. It's going to be good. Maybe. Hopefully. I hope so. Hopefully. I hope so. Um, any other final thoughts on it? I mean, I probably could talk all day about it, but I think, I think I'm good. All right. I think I'm good too. It's, I'm, I am enjoying it. Me too. I think it's good. Mm -hmm. Excited for episode five. Yes. Which will be, I guess, in less oh. than a week. You'll watch that uh, while you're on vacation. Yes. So we'll, we'll record while I'm on vacation. We'll make yeah. time. It's important. Yeah. <laughs> it is. Awesome. Okay. So on that note, um, thank you everybody for listening and or watching on our lovely YouTube channel. May you always find water and shade. <laughs>